Welcome to a guestless Chris and Craig show. Craig, I love the guests, but I was telling you beforehand, I'm good with no guests. Just need to rant. We're going to kind of let our hair down and have some fun for a while. How are you today? I'm doing pretty well. How are you? Just trying to survive the rainstorm, I guess we're having. Yes, just it was a busy day at work. Um, just for continuity purposes, we'll have this out hopefully next day or two. But, um, you know, we're recording this on Wednesday night, and my goodness, Craig lives in Northern Ohio. I live in Central Ohio, and it's being awful all over Ohio. Usually, like a storm that happens in one place, it moves to another place. Uh, apparently, there's a huge rain cloud over all of Ohio, dumping all kinds of crap on us. Yeah, it doesn't seem to be stopping either. It seems like it's been one of those days where it's just going to like hover over us for a few hours. We're just going to get drab, dreary weather, I guess, here in Ohio. That's where we have to be, become like a 24-hour radio station central podcast. Because <laughs> we could do updates. But we got to be careful because... You know, we're taping this. We're trying not to tape every day. So, yeah, just understand it's crazy outside. And if, and if you catch me drifting off, I'm looking outside at all the crazy rain I'm seeing. Holy crap, it is coming down. So, And my dog is barking upstairs. My kids are a little frustrated. My wife is running around harried. What a day. Our, our family, it's just, just a crazy day, which is okay. So, hey, um. I wanted to kind of flesh this out. We've talked about this a couple times over the past couple weeks, and it's just been a kind of weird, man. Um, it's busy in our entertainment. Um, you know, Craig likes sports. Craig likes a lot more sports than I do. I mean, Craig's watching everything. You were into the Olympics, were you? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, my goodness. My wife and I watched the Olympics a lot. I watched them. When she wasn't watching them. So, yeah, I mean, I, I've always sort of gotten into them. And, um, you know, even though the older I've gotten, I've not that I, you know, love certain things. I just why I just I try to watch everything. I don't know. I just I'm enamored with what the Olympics can bring to the table with, you know, handball and badminton and stuff that you don't really see a whole lot of in the mainstream. And, it, it, you know, if you remember the movie Dodgeball, a true underdog story, they have ESPN 8, the Ocho. The Olympics kind of reminds me of those types of sports where table tennis is there. You've got three-on-three basketball made its debut. So, you know, skateboarding made its debut. Sport climbing, where they're climbing, you know, synthetic rocks. You know, just kind of stuff like that. It was kind of fun to, to watch and experience, whether you've, never seen it before or, or watched skateboarding or surfing or whatever you watch all the time. It just kind of gave you an idea of, of how great some of these people can be and, and maybe something that you've never seen before. Yeah, I have nothing against the Olympics. Um, we're actually going to talk in another podcast we're recording tonight at the world release about how to improve the Olympics. It should be fun to yeah. talk about that. Um, I, I got nothing against the Olympics, but I, I guess what I'm saying is there's so much content in the Olympics out there. And yeah. understand, you know, we'll talk about the Olympics on our show. We'll, we'll, we'll dive deeper into the waters in the Olympics. But here's the thing that I... Okay, let's just look at sports. Okay, we've got the Olympics. There are tons of content. I, I think, Are you a PCAT subscriber? I am, yeah. I, I've got okay. the ad-supported tier, so I do get a little bit of everything while still getting the ads. 
Right. So you got more Olympics coverage available to you as a Peacock subscriber. Yeah. Than you want. Um, Correct. So, I mean, there's you could be streaming Olympics 24 hours a day if you want to. So I'm looking at this, too. I'm an NFL guy. The NFL is something I make it more of a point to watch. Other sports, not as much. I mean, hey, if there's a game on, I'll watch it. But I'm not craving the baseball or craving the basketball. Or right. So, you know, we got NFL starting. Last Thursday, I'm you know, the Steelers played the Hall of Fame game. A hideous game, which it should be, but right. hey, you know, it's my team. I'm podcasting about the team on SB Nation. I, I kind of felt like I had to watch it. And down here in Columbus, the NBC affiliate has picked up the Steelers preseason games, not on national TV, but you know, like the Browns games are on local TV. Right. But right. it's cool because since here in Columbus, we're kind of in between some cities, there's actually one station that picks up all the Bengals preseason games like the home feed. Uh, one station picks up the Steelers. One station picks up the Browns. Lots of sports out there, man. Yeah. And look, this is sports I want to catch up. Uh, we were all making fun of each other about this a couple weeks ago. But I like Big Brother and I watch the episodes when they come on and I'm embarrassed. But we got two, three hour long episodes of Big Brother I got to get through in the week. Um <laughs> I don't mean to kid shame that. Hey, there was a long time in my life where my wife and I didn't have kids. My guy had two kids running around upstairs. And, you know, we got the TV on a little bit more around them. But, you know, wife doesn't want me to watch Big Brother or some more. And I'm not watching pornography. But when I say adult-themed shows, you know, right. Big Brother's not something that my nine-year-old should be watching. Right. right. And so what I'm saying is there's so much going on. And, Craig... You can pick out what's good for you. And I'm not going to sit and criticize you about what you pick. Hey, if your Olympic guy wants to watch Olympics 20 hours a day, great. No problem. It's not me, but I'm not going to say it shouldn't be you. But what I'm saying is we make these individual choices, and there's a billion other things that we're not able to keep up with. And I, you know, I look at entertainment. Amazon, they put out a bunch of good stuff. Uh, I'm an Amazon Prime member. I can't even keep track of all the new shows. Like, I see an ad for a show, and I'm like, man, this kind of sounds like fun. And what, do I need to keep a notebook and start writing these down, going, oh, I got a plan when I watch this show or not? It, it gets overwhelming. And you you are, are pop culture. I, I mean, I guess it looks better on the resume to say editor, but, you know, a specialist, <laughs> a connoisseur, whatever you want to put on your resume, right. you know, for what you do here. Um and yeah, I, I enjoy your reviews. I'm not saying I'm not, I don't have an appetite for your reviews, but although I like to listen to the podcast, I can't pick up the shows you review because like I don't have enough time. Like you'll come out with like a streaming show and say, Hey, you should watch this. And that's great. I'm glad you're saying that. But I'm like, Craig, I can't watch uh, well, you you were reviewing dating shows and those are fun. But right. I'm like, I can't what were you doing, like Temptation Island, or there was Temptation Island on uh, which it's a USA Network show, but it's on Peacock, and then Too Hot to Handle is on Netflix. Mm -hmm. um, so really, I mean, and there was Twelve Dates of Christmas. I'm not even sure if I even reviewed that for the podcast. I'll have to go back and look to see, but that's on HBO Max. So it seems like what what used to be relegated to like network TV and some of the ancillary cable packages, like. 
you know, MTV and VH1. Every streaming service now has their own dating shows and their own, you know, sexed up reality competition shows like Temptation Island, Too Hot to Handle, kind of like a big brother almost on steroids, if you will. Um, my wife and I were looking for something just to have in the background the other day. And we put on uh, Love, Love Island, which is a CBS show that's on Paramount+. Plus. So we put it on and, you know, kind of, I wasn't as hooked as she was. I was doing other stuff, but she was watching it. And, you know, it's just one of those things where you just kind of get through it and just have it on. And, and it's, again, it's kind of like this big brother almost, if you will, where people, you know, it's interactive with fans and it's just kind of a unique show, but you get a lot. I mean, there's so many competition shows like that now on everything that it almost makes there just too much stuff to watch because like you said, it's, it's overwhelming and it's gotten overwhelming for me because, you know, <clears throat> through our phone plan, we have Disney Plus and Hulu. And I got to tell you, I don't watch those two as much, probably because it's already in my phone plan. It's already accounted for. I'm not subscribing extra to it, even though, yeah, we're, we're paying a little bit more in our phone bill, but we were going to pay for it anyway, you know, the phone bill anyway, just as a nice little perk that we get. But, you know, we also got Paramount Plus when it was on sale for 50% off. So we got a full year for like 60 bucks or whatever, or 70 bucks or whatever, a one-time payment, which is a pretty good deal. And then we got Peacock on an introductory offer. And we've had HBO Max now since its inception last May. So there, it's overwhelming when you're trying to find something to watch. And then there's free stuff like Pluto TV and Tubi yeah. and all these other all these other places that you can actually find free content roku roku channel has free stuff with ads so i mean you're just inundated with stuff i think the best option and, and I'm, I'm completely not following my own you know recommendation here i think the best option may be to you know buy things as you like you said you have amazon prime so you're going to have amazon prime no matter what and that's kind of how I, I look at hulu and disney plus where i'll watch stuff on there but it's not the first thing I'm looking at because I have that through my phone plan. You have Amazon Prime also for shipping and you know for you know two day shipping and stuff like that. So my my first thought is I watch stuff that I'm paying for, like actually saying that I want the subscription. So HBO Max has been something where I've tried to say I'm going to look for that first because that is the monthly bill that's coming out. Whereas Paramount Plus was a one-time payment that I made a few months ago, and it's paid off for the year, so I don't have to worry about every month it's coming out. Um, but, you know, I try to divide it up and, and, and be equal with it, but it's hard to be equal with your time on certain things because, you know, some some places might have something you're craving more than others, and you start watching that. And, you know, if it's a series, then you have to binge watch it, or if it's a movie, you want to watch it. Uh, so it's it's hard to keep track. I mean, you obviously everybody pretty much now has their my list features where you can add stuff to your your sort of personal library and preference, but it's hard to keep up. And, you know, I've got so many things that I've put on like HBO Max that I put on even at the beginning of the time that I got it last May that I still haven't even watched yet because there's so much other stuff that gets added every month or you know, a new show comes out that's unexpected, maybe release and you want to watch it. So it's it's very hard to keep track. But my 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 thought is this. If you have certain things that you want to watch, like, say, uh, you know, Apple TV Plus, I mentioned this with George when George Thomas and I were talking about Ted Lasso season two. 
and I said, you know, Ted Lasso is probably the only show on Apple TV Plus that I would say I would subscribe for Ted Lasso. Now, that doesn't mean that I would subscribe for the whole year. That means that I would wait for the the season run to end, and then I would subscribe for a month, binge watch the show, and then probably cancel my subscription to that, and then maybe wait until the next season of Ted Lasso comes on or until something else comes along that I want to watch on there. Uh, that's what I would suggest for people that are a little bit uneasy about what to subscribe to is, you know, it's kind of like an a la carte. You add something one month and then maybe you cycle off of it when you've watched something that you wanted to watch and there's nothing else that appeals to you. And then you can move on to the next streaming service. It helps save a little bit of money and it helps you keep track of, you know, really, I think it helps you keep track of you know, what's more important to you versus, you know, just having all those options because then you get a little bit sticker shocked by how much you're paying for stuff that you're really not using because there are times where I could go 20, 30 minutes looking for something to watch and being like, well, I've got like 15 different options that I've picked out on all of these different streaming services. Which one do I watch now? So it's kind of hard that way too. So if you only have one or two services, probably makes it a little bit easier for you to navigate and, and pick out something that you want to watch. And then once you're done with it, if you want to move on, you can. Well, here's the other thing, too. I pay for YouTube Premium. Now, we do that because my wife wants to show, she shows a lot of YouTube videos, educational purposes um, right. at school. And you don't want the ads because you never know what ads are showing up. Like, you don't want something, I mean, it's not dirty ads, but, you right. know, it, it, she's teaching a bunch of, eight to ten-year-old special needs kids. I mean, you know, there's certain things you want just out there, especially if they go home and tell their parents and you get in trouble or anything. Right. So we get YouTube Premium. I like it because you can listen to anything on YouTube, not just like regular songs, but like videos. If some fan records a goofy video of a band covering a song, you can listen to that. But also for the video segments, now granted, you're not getting complete shows you have to pay for them but here's what i like to do and call me weird craig i i've got about 30 lists on youtube of stuff i like pittsburgh steelers right i used to like i miss in the morning the radio program i used to like don rickles the classic comedian that's sadly no longer with us and so i take these 30 things i'll add stuff to each list craig there's days where i don't even have to put hulu on or anything I'm like, hey, I'm in the mood for Conan O'Brien. I've got a curated list of 100 segments that I love. Right. I'm blowing for those. If I want to listen to music, I put on my rock, you know, list or whatever it might be. I'm good. And, yeah. And I like Hulu. I might, you know, whenever you need to watch live stuff from sports to news, um, I could set a reminder saying tape Pittsburgh Steelers. So whatever they're on, if it's ESPN or NBC or wherever, it pops on there. So, I mean, I guess it just depends also on what money you have. I mean, if you can afford 10 different services, you know, hey, if you don't watch Paramount for a month or two, who cares? You know? I, yeah, but- I mean, the way I look at Paramount is we have it. We paid for the entire year already, and we do watch it. I mean, I've watched a little bit of here and there. Um, but, you know, there's still some, you know, things that I haven't watched that I probably could watch because it's on my list. Um, and then, of course, you know, what will happen here, uh, 
a year from now or less than a year from now, I'll get a message saying, oh, you know, your subscription's about ready to run out or whatever. You're going to be billed whatever per month. And and I'll be like, oh, crap, there's a bunch of stuff that I want to watch that I hadn't watched yet. So, I mean, that'll probably be the way it goes. But I think out of all the services that we have, whether it's through introductory rates or half-off sales or whatever it may be, I think the only thing that I would say that I would pay for on a consistent basis is probably HBO Max because I think they have programming that's more suited to me, I guess, that I like. And that's not, I mean, people need to remember too, like everybody thinks of HBO and probably the first thing they think about is Game of Thrones because that's the most recent huge blockbuster series that they had on their programming. Or maybe they think about The Sopranos or whatever it may be. I'm going to tell you, I have never seen a single episode of either of those shows. I've seen bits and pieces of them, but I've never actually sat down and watched those series. And I know that might be blasphemy to some people that are HBO lovers, but there's so much more content on HBO Max than just Sopranos and Game of Thrones, the two shows that everybody knows HBO for, essentially, because those are widely considered their best and or most popular shows. But there are so many other shows on that on that network that speak to me in a better way or, you know, in a way that I grew up, you know, kind of watching, whether it's in college or whatever, that I want to watch now or, you know, that are ju just more juicy, that are just more enticing to me. So, you know, that's that's how I look at it. That's probably the one thing that I will say that I will have it until I can't afford it anymore or until they raise the rates to the point where I can't afford it anymore because it's it's endless amount of content. There's legacy shows. Like if I want to start The Sopranos tomorrow, I can start The Sopranos tomorrow or Game of Thrones. And and that's a good thing about it. And if I, if I get in the mood to, to watch it, then I can. Um, you know, you can watch the same day release movies from the theater. Um, so that's allowed, you know, I, I kind of look at it this way, Chris, and I know they're not doing it next year, um, you know, with Warner Brother movies, you know, being released in 2022. But I look at it like this for the price of a movie theater ticket. And I love going to the movie theater. I told you that a few weeks ago when I talked about my experience going back to see Black Widow. George and I have talked about this on our show that we record on Thursdays. I love going to the theater. There's nothing that beats that experience, but there's also times where it gets expensive and you need to save a little money and maybe not going to the movie theater is one of those ways. Well, if you have HBO Max this year, they're big releases, like, for instance, The Suicide Squad that just came out, um, and they'll have uh, a, a boatload of other movies that are coming out this year that are really exciting to, to, to see how they are. So, you know, for the price of a movie ticket or actually, you know, maybe – a little bit more, but then if you get popcorn and all that stuff, you're paying a lot more than that. You know, you can see those same day release movies on top of all the other stuff that you can watch on that, you know, on that, on that app. So to me, it's a no brainer for HBO Max, but I can make arguments for other things. You know, people like Peacock because you can watch King of Queens, you can watch Everybody Loves Raymond, you can watch, you know, uh, Parks and Recreation, The Office, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. So there's a lot of sitcoms on Peacock. Although I will say this, and maybe this is the, the, the right time to do this, Peacock has infuriated me multiple times, and I'm going to tell you why. I don't have anything against the commercial situation. I, I have the ad-supported 
Peacock right now because it's cheaper and I want to have Peacock, but I don't want to spend $10 a month on it. I have the $5.99 or $4.99 Peacock uh, tier. But what I'm going to say next, and this is a direct statement to Peacock, you need to fix how you do your commercials. I don't care that you put commercials in your episodes. You need to make sure that the commercials come on at the right time. My wife and I were streaming the uh, Golden series, uh, was sort of telling the story of all the uh, young gymnasts who are getting ready for the Olympics. And every time in the middle of conversation, it would go to a commercial. It would make zero sense when they would make a commercial break in there. And it would be right in the middle of someone talking. And then all of a sudden we come back and then they're at the next scene. So we, and you, and if you rewound, you'd go back to the commercial. So Peacock, I don't care that I have to sit through a commercial here and there, but please fix it. Please make it to where it makes more sense when you're streaming something, not just a sitcom that was on network television, but something that actually has commercial breaks that you can fit in in a better situation. Because that just was infuriating that you couldn't watch the show the whole way through without having an awkward commercial break, break up conversation or break up something that was going on. And then all of a sudden you get back from the commercial and you're on to the next scene without the finishing of the rest, the rest of that past scene. Yeah. I'd also say too that uh, there com- I don't mind commercials before and after movies like Hulu does it. Unfortunately, Peacock does not do that for every movie. They started doing it for movies that were in the subscription base only, not in the free version. But if you, decide to, to watch a free version movie, then they'll say, hey, this is a free version, so it's going to have commercials throughout. Not a big fan of that either. Hulu has mastered that, where they put the commercials at the beginning of end of movies. I think Peacock could certainly accommodate that too. So I'm going to get off my soapbox here and end my rant and let you talk. Did that ever air on NBC, that gymnastic special that you're talking about? No, that was a Peacock original. Huh. And you know, so you you can tell that it wasn't made like a, a normal sitcom, for instance, where there's commercial breaks assumed in the scripts. But in this case, there were breaks in action where they had maybe transition shots of of cars or the scenes or wherever they live or their houses where you could have easily had fit a commercial break in there. And I was excited to watch it because I'm like, OK, I'm, a, I'm an Olympics fan. How fun would it be to see these, you know, the young gymnasts on their road to the Olympics? Well, here you go. This is that show. But then again, you get these really just frustrating situations where you're trying to figure out when the commercial breaks are coming. And hopefully it will be during a time where nothing's going on. So you don't miss something that one of the kids said or one of the parents said or one of the coaches said or whatever. And then not that you're losing a lot of context, but you're losing whatever they're saying that could help further along their story. Well, and think of it this too. Look at it from an advertising standpoint. And obviously that drives, you know, the question. Right. If, if you're a newspaper or a TV or whatever, and you know, it would make sense for the advertiser if the ads are in an appropriate place. Right. And I bet you you're going to see that same issue with HBO once they, and I think they've already gone to that ad. Yeah, they do have their ads supported. I have not seen anything with it. I don't have the ads supported. Um, tier of that package and i don't i would not plan on going to that unless absolutely 100 percent necessary um not that it had hadn't crossed my mind but it's just not something i'm interested in i've heard 
and I and I'm you know I have Peacock and I've watched a lot of their programming. So you know they do like about four minutes per hour programming, which is not bad. Four minutes of advertising per hour, that's right. not really bad at all, to be honest with you. Especially when you basically get about fifteen minutes per hour in a normal TV situation. So I've heard HBO is much like that, where they're putting four to five minutes per hour in Peacock's like that. I don't mind it. I just wish for movies they would be a little bit more judicious and maybe like Hulu put the com- all the commercials. I'll watch two minutes of commercials before the movie starts. I really don't care. It's just breaking up a two-hour movie in weird spurts when you could do it at the beginning and the end like Hulu does it. You're kind of losing me. You're, you're losing me as a customer to wanting to watch more Peacock content. Because there are movies that I would watch on Peacock, I just kind of choose not to at this point because they don't they they have their commercials you know interspersed throughout the movie, and I know the argument would be, well, why don't you just get the commercial free? And it's like, well, I get that, but you know, it's either the five ninety nine or whatever is four ninety nine or nothing, and you know, I'm giving them the four ninety nine a month to to at least give me a quality product in Hulu. You have to pay more for Hulu's commercial tier, and we have the commercial tier through our phone plan. That's just grandfathered into the package. But their movies, I have never seen a commercial during a movie. I've seen it before and after. I've never seen Hulu play a commercial during a movie. So maybe someone out there in the uh, podcast world can can answer that and say, no, no, you're wrong. But I have never, I've never watched a movie on Hulu and had a commercial during the movie. I've had at the beginning where I could have 175 seconds of commercials and I've seen it at the end when the trailer or when the credits start to roll. But that's one thing where Peacock loses me, where I I stream Peacock for the Olympics. I stream it for wrestling and I stream it for sitcoms. I do not watch movies on Peacock. I have not watched a movie on Peacock, even though there are some movies that I would love to watch on Peacock. Well, it gives me a bad feeling about ad support HBO Max because if they're having that problem on Peacock, think of HBO Max. I mean, those original shows, especially, those weren't designed for ads. I mean, you know, right. Game of Thrones doesn't have an ad point. I will right. tell you, a Roku channel, now it's great. I mean, I've been watching Weeds on there. That's a, yeah. a pay series, Showtime series. Right, right. You can watch for free right now on Roku, yeah. the yeah. whole series. The yeah. issue becomes is they got jam ads in there. I mean, that's what makes it free. If it was, was it yeah. ads, but what I'm saying is, how do you take a premium TV show like Weeds? It doesn't have the commercials on it, and you're jamming in ads. Now, I will say to your point, they did it poorly. <laughs> but you know, I sit there and say, "Oh, this sucks." But I'm like, "Well, if you all watch it for free, that's what you got to do." If not, just right. any up. But I'll I tell mean. You, Having watched Weeds, I mean, do they have, I mean, are the commercials an awkward, they can be in awkward situations. I don't really care about that, but as long as they don't cut content off at the in the middle of it and then not continue from when that content was cut. That's what, that's what Peacock did with the, the gymnastics series. Like if Weeds had a strange, like a commercial really didn't fit there because we know Weeds wasn't made for commercials, but do they cut off dialogue in the middle of the in the middle of a sentence to go to a commercial and then come back into the next scene? I mean, that's what Peacock is doing. I don't know if it's that bad, but there's some awkward situations, right? Like whoever edited did not edit it properly, right? Yeah, and maybe the thought process is 
hey, if it's a free service, not that Roku doesn't care, but are they going to really say, okay, pinpoint the two or three best moments and just say, hey, make sure the ads get on there, you know? Who right, you know, right. A uh, couple other thoughts on that, though, is if you look at it, the TV, man, the cost matters. Now, again, if, if we won Vax a million here in Ohio, we wouldn't have to worry about the cost, but geez, Craig, I mean, I don't want to get into details. Um, <laughs> you probably figure out what I'm doing. But I only pay 33 a month for live Hulu TV, which is a deal. You probably guess why I only pay 33 per month, but that's okay. But you know, even doing that alone and YouTube Premium alone, 50 bucks a month. Yeah. And you know, we went to this going, man, we're gonna save so much money. We're probably paying more money. Let's just go back to the old. Let's get you know Time Warner cable or whatever the cable is in your area. Yeah, maybe it's cheaper that way. My wife has shown me Spectrum is the big um, deal down here, and they're, yeah. they're trying to get you back. Forty bucks will give you a hundred channels, and yeah, it's it's not streaming and everything. And yeah, well, you know, I think right now the biggest sell that cable has is sports. Right. I don't think that cable can really match anything that the streaming services do because. You know, let's say that you get the 100 channels for $50. Well, for $50, you can get HBO Max. You can get the ad-free support Paramount Plus, which is $10. You can get the ad-supported or the the premium-supported, non-ad-supported Peacock for $10. So that's what? $25 or $35 or $25, no, $35 right there with those three. Apple TV Plus is $5 if you want Apple TV Plus. So, you are you know, you can get a, a pretty good package of streaming offerings for less than cable. Now, you might say, well, you know, you, you know, you, there may be something on cable that you just want to watch, and I get that, and sports is probably the big sell for me. But if you're, if you're thinking about, well, I want to watch like, you know, Everybody loves Raymond reruns on Nick at Night or King of Queens reruns on at Nick at Night. You can get King of Queens and Everybody Loves Raymond for ten dollars a month on Peacock, along with the other stuff that Peacock offers. So realistically, if unless it's sports related, I don't think there's really a big sell for cable anymore because all of the movies that are on cable are generally you could you could probably find on a streaming service of some sort. You know, you can get Netflix. You can get who the the Hulu, ESPN Plus, and Disney bundle you can get for as low as what twelve ninety nine. So, there's options out there that you can expand your your library of options while still not paying more than you would for cable. And then if you if you decided to get all the options, yeah, you're probably paying more than you would for the basic tier of cable, but you're also getting, you know, probably ten times as much content as well, if not more. I got to check with my wife on this because she loves her Discovery Plus. She loves her 90-day fiancé and all of her junk. Right. And sorry, it's junk. I mean, she says NFL's junk, which I'm sure she feels that way, but (laughs) 90-day fiancé, holy crap. Um, But, you know, Discovery Plus, I got her a gift subscription and say, hey, check it out. And her beef at first was... They didn't show current seasons of 90 Day Fiance and his other shows. I think they're showing them now. Okay. I got to double check. It's like five, six bucks a month. 
Yeah, it might be, and it might have been because they didn't have the rights to the the new episodes at the time. But maybe that it finally kicked in. Um, and you know, Discovery Plus too. You know, we actually through our phone plan, we could get a free trial, a year a year trial. We haven't activated it yet because nothing on there really like seems to me like oh let's activate this because you activate it then you forget to cancel it or whatever if it's not something you want. But I'm kind of interested to see what happens with Discovery Plus and the merger that they have with Warner with HBO Max, because at some point, maybe not this year or even into next year, maybe sometime next year, though, you're, you might see those two libraries combine. Now, I don't know that I don't know if the price would increase or not, but that would be kind of interesting because, you know, this is a content war and everybody wants to try to get as much as they can. Well, for Warner, one of the things that they can't really compete against right now is the library of, you know, shows that appeal to everybody of all ages. You know, they have younger kids stuff like Sesame Street. They have young adult stuff. They have, you know, older adult stuff. But they don't really have a lot of stuff for, like, women or couples. You know, Discovery Plus would add that with the 90 Day Fiance stuff, the, the cooking shows from Food Network. You know, those are all things that HBO Max really doesn't have in their library. So their partnership seems pretty like a good a good match with Discovery Plus because they probably could have bought other stuff or merged with other stuff or whatever you want to call it. But they merged with something that they didn't really have a lot of, which is stuff for everybody, whether it's single women, whether it's couples, whether it's middle-aged women, whatever it may be, they have that content that maybe is going to come together now next in the next year or so which might, you know, help out HBO Max or whatever they decide to, if they decide to put it on HBO Max's app or Discovery Plus's app or make a new app themselves, you know, you're going to have a, a really good competitor, I think, with Disney Plus and Netflix with, with subscriptions. And we're all different. You know what I mean? I mean, you know, it's fun to talk about bands we like, you know, and like we are big time brush argument. No, we're not getting into another big time brush <laughs> argument. My head's already hurting even bring up one. But what but honestly, I could put on a show and make fun of you for whatever you like. But hey, we all have our things. It's yeah. fine. But you know, it's interesting. We'll have to have a conversation off air about this. I friend mutual friend of ours, you know, uh, we split a Hulu. And I don't know, man. Hulu's nice. I don't necessarily get rid of my Hulu Live TV, but just think about it. I'm telling you, I am paying right now for YouTube Premium and Hulu fifty bucks a month. Right. You know, our our good friend George Thomas. You know, he, you know, if he's on, he's gonna. I, I mean, I'm like, hey, I, I want to watch football. George is gonna be like, hey, pay five bucks. It's here in Columbus now too. You got your network football now. You don't have ESPN or ESPN two. But I'll be yeah. honest with you. And and hey, if you're a big Ohio State fan, it doesn't work for you. I'm not a huge Ohio State fan. If it's on, I'll watch it. I'm not changing my life around to watch Ohio State football. Right. So I, I, I guess what I'm saying is, man, I could get what? Um, low cast for five bucks. So I can watch You don't even anymore. have to. I, I wanna you, I wanna point out you don't even have to pay for low cast. It's a donation based whatever you want to call it. You don't even have to pay for low cast. But does it, it kick off? It, no. It no. I'm I have not now I've only gone on a, a handful of times, but all I've ever had is hey, you know, we encourage you to donate five dollars. I've never been kicked off or I've never been limited. 
maybe maybe that's something after you get to a certain level but i've never i in the in the times that i've turned it on to either you know if something's down or whatever to watch you know local news or whatever i can flip it on and i can watch it so you know i you don't even have to pay for lowcast it's a donation based organization so it's it's free essentially if you want it okay well even if you paid the 5 bucks well you know what i think yeah. it is i think the 5 bucks gives you hd oh okay because like i, I i've i'll look at my big tv as, as we're talking here i've got the app saved on my roku and right. I remember I, I checked it out today. You know, you, you can listen to our archives. We've got a podcast of George talking about the day Lowcats come to Columbus. Right. The, the picture was very fuzzy. I mean, it was like, ugh. I don't like to watch the whole game. I I haven't watched, I think I've watched, because um, I, I can't remember how long we've had it, but I want to say that we might have had the Cleveland station around the time March Mad, Madness was going on. And I want to say that I watched a little bit of college basketball on it, and I don't recall it ever looking scrambly, like less than HD. So I'm I'm not sure. You know, maybe you're right, but uh, I don't recall seeing any issues with, you know, HD versus not HD. And I've got a big 4K TV, and I I I've I've watched uh, you know local news. I've watched other things. I mean, they they have other stuff too. They have like Ion Network and some other stations as well that uh, that are on there. So I've, I've never really noticed any issues, and I can maybe go back there and look at it tonight because I don't recall there ever being any, like, you know, oh, this is unwatchable kind of resolution. Well, here, l- let me do this as we're talking. I'm actually putting the low-cast on the big TV. I'll have it on the background as we're talking. Well, you know what? I, I just turned on the NBC affiliate and it looks fine. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I mean, it, you know, another, another underrated, and this is um, if, if for anybody out there that wants their football fix low cast, if you can get it is, is, is a great option because it will give you the Fox and the CBS affiliates along with NBC. So you're pretty much covered. Peacock is going to have Sunday night football I know Amazon has Thursday night football. And then if you have Paramount Plus and if you have the $10 a month subscription tier, you get live TV, which would include whatever your live affiliate CBS is. So like up here in, in, in Sandusky, we get Channel 19 in Cleveland. So, you know, when, when I want to watch live TV or something, and I want to watch Price is Right or something or the news at noon, I can turn it on and watch that with that subscription tier, which means when the NFL's on, it'll be on, on your TV that way as well. So if you can't get low cast, because it is it is only in certain cast. markets. Yeah, right, it's, right. It's only in certain markets right now, although we do have two in Ohio. There's Pittsburgh, Indianapolis, Chicago, Detroit. So there's there's options, I think, there. But, you know, in our market, we get I get the Cleveland low cast. You get the Columbus low cast. So it's a nice little tool if you want to get your live football fix for the NFL, especially. Right. But if yeah, but like, you know, you guys are saying with low cast, if you have it now, not like if you're listening to Cincinnati, you don't have low cast yet. I would imagine it's probably headed that direction next. I would think so. But, but what I'm saying, I'm trying to kind of put two and two together here. 
So if I still pay my 18 bucks or how much it is for YouTube premium. Okay, if I dump me some Hulu live off. So if I pay for low caps or not, whatever. I could get my local, you, you know, news if I want to watch news. Like right now I got the news on because I can't even see outside. I mean, who knows? Maybe <laughs> <laughs> the world may have come in while we're doing this podcast. It's storming like crazy. Right. So, so it's nice. You know, I got the TV news on so they could say if the yeah. world's coming in in terms of local weather. And so you get that low cast. So great. I mean, that's awesome. Um, You know, I, I mean, what am I missing here? I mean. Well, I mean, I guess the, the, the question is, what do you use your Hulu live TV for? Do you, do you use it so you can watch the, the NFL? Okay. Well. Let's be honest. I, I don't think the FBI is looking. And FBI, <laughs> if you're freaked out about this, call Facebook because Facebook is where this is happening. Okay, I'm a fan of the great Pittsburgh Steelers, okay? So I'm signed up to eight different Facebook groups. So I can share the stuff we put on here on this blog about the Steelers. I can share the podcast to do for SB Nation. Well, on a typical Sunday, and you might have this luck if you're looking for Detroit Lions games, since you're a fan of them. Right. There are people on these Steelers Facebook groups that'll say, hey, if you can't watch the game, looky here. So they'll take live video of their phone. They'll point the phone at the TV. They'll do a Facebook post. So some of these games that I can't get here in Columbus, I can watch that. Now, is it is it technically legal? Probably not. Is it the best quality? Probably not. Uh, on a Roku where you can't watch Facebook on your TV screen, you know, you can't watch Facebook live videos on your TV screen, you have to sit there on your phone all day and watch it. Does that suck? Okay. Yeah. But is it worth, I mean, unless I buy the NFL Sunday ticket package, I can't get it anywhere else. Right. Okay. Here's well, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm well, going to learn. I'm going to learn you something here, Chris. Well, well, let me mention something else because there's something else that's coming into play here. Hulu Live TV is one of the fewer um, networks that have picked up NFL Red Zone. I right. love the NFL Red Zone uh, because, yeah, you don't see one complete game, but I play fantasy football too, and it's fun to kind of get around. Well, you have to buy Hulu Live TV to subscribe to the Red Zone. I mean, honestly, if we had standalone Red Zone, I'm in great shape. Okay, but but Craig, whatever illegal things can we do? Oh, well, not it? not not illegal. Um, but like, <laughs> I think when you're when you're looking at, you know, Lowcast is going to give you an option. Now, it, they do. Now, this would be. I, I I the thing is though, I don't know that you'd be able to get Pittsburgh Lowcast, but oh, you can't. There's no. Um, so that's one of the problems that you'll face. But let's say you're ever in that area. Let's say you have family and, and maybe you say, because I actually, it's funny because I actually get way more Pittsburgh Steeler games in this market where we're at, which, you know, we're in the Cleveland area, but, you know, technically we're closer to Toledo as far as mileage goes, but we don't get the Detroit Lions because we're not in that Fox demographic, that market. But we actually get a lot of Pittsburgh Steelers games up here. Um, in in the in in our and like in our affiliates because we only have 
we have one CBS affiliate, and that's CBS Cleveland. So if, like, let's say the Cleveland Browns are on Fox, even if it's a one o'clock game, there will be a lot of times that the Pittsburgh Steelers are on our CBS affiliate if we get a doubleheader that weekend. I think the NFL map is so screwed up and ridiculous. I think it's really dumb. Yeah, but I can't get Toledo where I'm at. Right. You know I mean? that, that's the caveat. But there are times, though, I think, and especially you you were saying that the CBS affiliate down there, though, picked up. Is that correct, that the CBS affiliate picked up um, Steelers games for the preseason? Yeah, but that's just for the preseason. It's NBC. Yeah, okay. I, yeah. Oh, NBC. Well, okay. Well, well, let me say this. Here, here's the issue, and this just came out today. So, breaking news. Uh, you know, this was recorded Wednesday. We'll try to get this up by Thursday, sometime. Um, Nine Seven One, who's it's a sports talk station here in Columbus. They're affiliated with Ten TV. They just picked up. They're going to be a huge Browns radio network. Where in the past, it was hard to find a Browns affiliate down here in Columbus. Now, I don't right. like the Browns, so who cares for me? But obviously, right. there's a decent number of Browns fans here in the Columbus area. So good for, if you're a Browns fan. I'm wondering if that's going to affect the TV10's decision on what games to show. Because in the past, they've been very, hey, whoever's better this year, the Browns or Bengals, you know, will show these games. Because they kind of show half and half. Well, right. the thing I like about it is whenever the Browns and Bengals play the Steelers, which is like four times a year, They'll usually show that game because they know there's Steelers fans down here. And then the years where the Browns and Bengals both suck, which has happened a lot recently, probably not this year, sometimes they say, oh, screw them. We'll show Steelers games every week, which is great. But you can't guarantee that. That's the hard thing. Yeah. What- well, yeah. I mean, I've lived with the same the same issue as a Lions fan. When I was in college at BG, that's all we got was Lions games. And for me, it was like, holy crap, I can't believe I can actually watch them play. Because before, there might be once or twice a year, along with Thanksgiving, that I'd be able to watch the Lions play. You know, and that was maybe sometimes when the Browns were on a bye week or when they were playing the Browns or whatever. Because, I mean, it's frustrating because, you know, it's almost as if they know that the Lions are so close as far as being in Detroit that they purposely don't let you be able to watch them because they don't want to have fan sharing for teams that are in those markets. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's why you might get like an Indianapolis Colts or you might get Minnesota Vikings or Chicago Bears, but you very rarely get Detroit Lions games or even Cincinnati Bengals games. Like there will be some times where you might get like Bengals and Steelers every once in a blue moon, but for the most part, you know, you might get more Baltimore Ravens games than you get Cincinnati Bengals games here in, in our area in Ohio. I got to double check this. I could be wrong. NFL has a, um, a separate program for NFL League Pass. You don't get any games live, which sucks. Right. But what they do is they upload the games right after they're done. But you get live audio. So say, you know, okay. we got that and you could listen to all lines games live because it's you're not supposed to. I don't think these um, stations could stream local NFL coverage across the country, right? But with that pass, you can click on Lions or whoever they're playing, and it'll give you the live feed of the radio. Well, after the game's done, 
the video goes up. Now, I'm not sure what happens if it's a Monday night game since it's ESPN. I don't know if they allow that. But see, here's what I'm thinking, Craig, and maybe I'm giving up my main card or as a football fan card. I used to get to the point where I'm like, honey, I got to go home. Steelers play at one. What if I just say, I'm sure there's an NFL Game Pass app where I can listen to it in the car or something, and I'll just watch the video later. I got kids. You know what I mean? Like, I might give up my main card, but maybe my wife will love it when I'm like, hey, honey, I'll just watch the game later or something. I don't know. Well, yeah, this is when we need uh, Nickelodeon to pick up some affiliate games. Maybe they can be the Steelers' uh, exclusive home. How about that? Or how about if we just have, and yes, I know the NFL is going to make more money with their their live feature where you get all the Sunday games. Give me an option where I can pick one team out. You know, how much is the ability to watch every Lions game worth it to you? Yeah, not, it's not 300 bucks a year, but it only gives you one team. Man, I pay 50, 100 bucks a year to watch the Steelers. Hey, you guarantee that song. I don't hear anything about, you know, what, what 10 TV picks down here. I want my Steelers, if it's Monday night or anything else. That would be great. But, but hey, we're getting kind of near the end of our first hour. So I, I guess what I'm looking at, Craig, is. Instead of live Hulu, could I combine together maybe this NFL, you know, ten dollar a month deal where you get all the replays of the game, all summer programming? So I got my NFL programming. Yeah. Um, you know, this Disney, you know, ESPN Hulu package for twelve bucks. So that's what twenty two bucks those two together, and I could pick me out maybe HBO Max or a, I don't know. Peacock, maybe I can combine me a Peacock and Paramount. Yeah, I mean, is that I mean, gonna give me a better deal and, and get low cast so I can get me? Yeah. Now, now, you have the Hulu as part of the the bundle, the Disney Plus bundle with Disney Plus and ESPN Plus. Do you get that seasons? So, so I can let's say, Craig, you're down with some CBS sitcom. Can you get current seasons of that and old seasons? Yeah, I mean, I don't. I don't really rush to that for a lot of series, although there are some that I do watch on there. But yeah, I mean, for the most part, they are. They, I mean, it's no different than any other Hulu that's out there. It's just ad supported. And you know, my wife. Oh my goodness, Craig! I, I got a fight and hurt you. So I, I go up there. It was after I, I do these late podcasts. So I go up there. Hey, honey, what are you watching? She's watching Lifetime movie now. <laughs> and all the movies are about like these women who get beat up or murdered or or something. Man, right. first time it came up and she was watching that, there was this scene showing this woman having her kid stolen from a, a playground. And I'm like, how depressing is that? And I'm right. like, why are you watching that? She's like, Chris, <laughs> there's nothing else on TV. I'm like, bull crap. We've got four different streaming services. Hulu is like bleeding content. You know, Hulu's right. like, hey. You know, you can watch any sitcom you want. Roku has a ton of free content. I'm like, there's other stuff to watch. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, sometimes there's so much, though, that 
there isn't anything because then you're like, okay, well, I don't even, how, how do I know I'm going to like this? I don't want to waste my time. I think that's the biggest thing more than anything is like, you don't ever want to waste your time. You don't want to feel yeah. like you've, you know, sort of wasted your time as far as, you know, watching or starting something like my wife and I have watched a couple of series that we really didn't like at the end of it, but we watched them because we already had started it. So it's like, okay, well, a little underwhelmed in the first episode or two or whatever. And then, yeah, okay, well, we got to keep watching though, because we've seen the first episodes or first couple of episodes. So then, you know, by the end of it, you're kind of like, well, you know, maybe it was a waste of five hours because now we've essentially watched something that we didn't necessarily like, but you know, we wanted to kind of see it through though, too. And do you know how long it takes to get through some of these series? Hey, I like, yeah. I like podcasts with Laura Kessel. Um, old friend of mine, it's good to reconnect with her in the podcast thing. We're starting to go week by week into Frasier. It's taking us two months to get through seven episodes. There's like 180 episodes in that series. Right. We're going to be doing this for three and a half years. <laughs> My goodness. Right. I'm 46, Craig. I don't have that much time left. <laughs> well, it's funny. You know, we watched uh, the series Physical on Apple TV+. Plus. We have Apple TV+, Plus for a free year, so we're going to kind of take advantage of it. So, you know, in, in between waiting for Ted Lasso episodes, we went, oh, let's start the, the the series physical. And it's, it's a, you know, 10 episode series, half hour shows. And, you know, so that's five hours essentially of, of programming. And, you know, we watch the first couple, they breeze through, it's only a half hour. And then you're like, okay, by the middle of it, you're like, well, we're already invested. So I guess we have to watch it. And, you know, at the end of it, we weren't really as blown away by it. So, you know, you just kind of, bite the bullet and just, you know, you, you hope that you picked out a good series, but maybe you didn't and it is what it is, I guess. But, uh, you know, that happens, I guess, unfortunately. So Craig, to answer your question, um, had the local NBC news on Locast, and I haven't tracked how much time it was. It probably about 15 minutes. It, it took me back to the uh, regular screen. I, I'm on the free plan of Locast. Okay. Now, I did hit play again. And it gave me a minute saying, hey, you should subscribe to Lowcast. And you got to that, and now I'm back on the news. So Right. It kicks you off. It doesn't say never okay. come back. I, I have not seen that, but I've only watched like bits and pieces just to kind of say, hey, this works or doesn't work. Um, so, yeah, that was, that was sort of the first time I had ever really watched it or whatever. But, uh, you know, still, though, I mean, for something that's, that's free, that's not a bad deal. Um, you know, like I said, every time I've watched it, I've never had any issues with it. It, it doesn't lag or anything like that. So it seems to hold the uh, connection pretty well. And, you know, it's not, it's not one of those, you get what you pay for, or in that case, don't pay for. So it works, which is not a bad tool to have for keeping up on network television or, you know, network news or whatever it may be for that day. Very good. All right, let's do some promos. Let's end this. We're taping another show, Craig, where we're going to yell about the Olympics. It should be fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that will be out shortly. We're still trying to give you content each day, but some of this stuff is very timely. And if we wait till the end of the week, it gets a little out of date. So the timing stuff we're going to try to get out as quick as possible. Again, we're not changing what we're doing. We're just repackaging a little bit. I mean, leave us alone. We have a full-time job already. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Now, believe me, a great podcast. We could talk about that one. But, you know, come on. Hey, we're providing you some fun stuff. So it's good. But but here's how – let's talk about ways you can support us. Um, Ashley Homestore, Craig, uh, my wife had shown me we have a chair upstairs. We we, We can't afford to place it right now. But she's like, our daughter ripped it. It's an old chair. It needs to go anyway. So if we replace it, man, it's going to take a while. Could take all day to go to the store. Look at chairs. Yeah. I don't know about you, Craig, but looking at chairs isn't my idea of a fun afternoon. Well, going to the store looking no. at chairs all day. I mean, you know, we're getting in football season. High school football season is starting, what, this week? What the heck? Oh, boy. Well. All right, and then college football season starting soon. Um, you know, big nut. You know, our, our mutual friend is going to be at the Ohio State game. He doesn't have time to go furniture shopping. And then, no, he does you know, not. NFL season starts. And if I'm low casting it, or if I'm, you know, listening on on headphones to live radio because I don't have Hulu Live anymore. However, I end up doing this, Craig. It's going to be tough. It's going to take me some time. So, yeah. why mess with this? Stay at home, click on the link on this podcast to Ashley Homestore. Uh, Craig, you click on that link. They're going to give you a coupon right away to save some money. And you want know tell your wife, say, hey, you might not want to watch the football game, but sit by me, get out the laptop or your tablet or whatever you're using, pick out the furniture there. And see, here's the other thing, Craig. Okay, so if you're looking at your wall, okay, if you go to the store and you don't measure everything, you don't know if the sofa's like, 10 feet long, it may not fit your wall. So here's what you do. You shop at home. If your wife's like, hey, what do you think about this? You're like, oh, hey, that's great. Hey, here's a tape measure. Let's measure it and make sure it fits. To me, it makes more sense to do it that way. So try Ashley Home Store. You do your shopping online. They have a wide delivery area. It's going to cost, but hey, it's worth it. Save money. You don't have to take your truck there and jam it in the back of your truck and Try to carry it in. I mean, it just saves time. It saves money. Ashley Home Store, good quality stuff, too. I, Craig, why wouldn't you shop at Ashley Home Store? You know, I, I can't even think of why you wouldn't do that. So, and again, it's football season. So, you know, on the weekends, when you're at home, should be watching football. You don't want to have to go furniture shopping. It's tough, Craig. Uh, very good stuff. I, I send you in the silence, Craig. I worked at a long, 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 long ago before I got into journalism. I worked at a rival furniture company. So, mm. um, you know, nothing against Ashley Furniture, though. I just, I worked at a rival furniture store. And well, hey, check out has some nice couches. Yeah, check out Ashley Home Store. Proud affiliate sponsor of what we do here. And that's yeah, great. Absolutely. And before we close, let's talk about something else. Chase Bank, Craig, uh, you know, we're trying to have a little bit more fun on this podcast and not get depressed, but did you see the news today on Wednesday? 3,300 COVID cases. Yes. Okay, so look, you don't want, in the middle of COVID, to be running around 500 stores. You don't want to be staying in a huge long line at the bank. So you want home banking. You want to make it easier. Chase Bank offers those services. I used to have to drive an hour to my bank. It was the most ridiculous thing I've ever done. It took me time. I had sand lines. It stunk. It cost me the day. Chase Bank, there's banks all over the place. 
uh, Craig, I can't go a block without seeing a Chase Bank here in Columbus. I mean, it's just littered all over the place. And But, again, you can do all that stuff online. Very rarely do I have to go to the bank. And if you click on the Chase Bank link, 225 bucks can be yours. All you got to do is sign up for an account, attach a direct deposit, so make sure that money goes right in your account. It saves you a ton of money. Man, what country are you living in? We're paying you to, to listen to us. Yes. You can be sitting here going, where is your guest this time? You spent an hour yelling about streaming services. Why don't you stop paying for streaming services? And, you know, you guys got a point. So if you're upset at all for the past hour, why would you be? But if you're upset, 225 bucks could be yours. Yeah. All you got to do is sign up. And, hey, even if you love us, can you imagine that, Craig? What if you listen to the podcast? You're like, man, this is good stuff. I like these guys. They're somewhat funny. At the end, they say, hey, we're also going to give you 225 bucks. It's like a double bonus, Craig. I, I don't know any other podcast that does that, Chris. So, Well, I'm sure there's other podcasts out there. Maybe. We'll see. Maybe not. I, who knows? But, hey, take advantage of ours. Don't start listening to random podcasts in hopes that they've um, their affiliate um, agreements with Chase Bank. So, yeah, check out Chase Bank. Great service. Good stuff. Check it out. All right. Craig, anything else we want to say about streaming? we got another hour to yeah. hammer out here. So we might as well hammer out whatever else we're going to hammer <laughs> in the next hour, right? No, no, I think we, we touched on everything, I think. So Fantastic. it's exhausting. Streaming streaming stuff is, is exhausting. It definitely is. All right. Well, check it out. Hey, um, we should have this up shortly, too. Um, Craig and I are going to talk Olympics. And my goodness, Craig had passion in his eyes. Craig <laughs> probably watched, I don't know, over under 100 hours of Olympic coverage. Um, over under 200 hours. Probably at least 200 hours. I, I don't know. I, I'm not good at math, so I'm, I'm not sure if that's like possible to have watched 200 hours in the two weeks yeah. of, of the Olympics. Um, yeah, that's true. Uh, I mean, it's I, I watched a lot. I will say that. I watched a lot. I, I'm really thinking, and this is a good thing. I, I love the pop culture content. Don't take this as a criticism. I mean, I'm if you're doing this, I'm good with it. I don't know if Craig sleeps. You know, Craig's busy at work during the day. I, I think yeah. him and his wife go home and hey, they you know, they're together. I might you know question their relationship, yeah. but they're sitting there like we've got stuff to watch. Craig is watching yeah, we do. baseball. Yeah. Half the time it's half the time she hates that I watch wrestling or sports, but we, we try to come together and watch some stuff together. So well, we do our best. Give her the tablet, the, the Kindle that you can She does watch. have a tablet, yeah. Yeah, say hey. She has a tablet specifically to, to watch stuff that, you know, she wants to watch that I don't want to. Or if I'm watching something that she doesn't want to watch, then she's got the tablet. She can uh, fire up. I know I've, I've been looking over her shoulder. She's been watching The Nanny on uh, HBO Max lately. Yeah. So, yeah, The Nanny with Fran Drescher. <laughs> we got to bring her on. <laughs> I'm not you sure do. about The Nanny. I'm not... I'm not a nanny guy. Right, she's a woman, okay? Well, which is fine. I, as a guy, I'm not a big nanny fan. I, I find Fran Dresch's, Dresch's voice a little. I never got into it, but, you know, hey. But again, yeah. She, she does stuff. She'll, she'll, like, draw and stuff and play games on her tablet while she watches it. So, okay. I mean, she watches it, but I think sometimes she also just kind of has it on for background noise, too. So We are so glad 
Craig and his wife just hammering through pop culture, sports, everything. What what a treasure you guys are. Yeah. It's great. It's great. All right. Well, hey, we'll see you on the next podcast as, as we're going to try and figure out this Olympics thing. Um, nothing critical, but it always could be better. So we'll figure yeah. it out. Hey, for, for Craig, this is Chris. Thanks for checking out our Chris and Craig show. We're part of the Ohioan. Brandon is tied up at work. Uh, we hope Brandon comes back shortly. It could be the Chris, Craig, and Brandon show very easily. So uh, we had that question once. I was trying to answer that. So it'll be good. All right. Have a good day, everybody. Uh, thanks for checking us out. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend, Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer, you know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was look, looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope. To learn more about our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com.